The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Get to Hong Kong now. Macau planning to welcome back tour groups from mainland China as soon as November to boost its tourism-dependent economy. This comes as Hong Kong is ditching quarantine from today. Joining us is Angela Hanley, Bloomberg Intelligence Analyst on APAC Gaming and Hospitality Research. I mean, Macau has been hit so hard by the restrictions. What is the outlook now that we will see some tour groups welcome back? Well, um, I think this is definitely a positive news for Macau casino operators, especially for Galaxy, Sense China, and Medical Resorts, because uh, I believe that these tour groups will, pro- pro- will probably flood into quota integrity resort first. So, but the issue is that the group tours have never been the major driver for Macau casinos because their spending per head is not high. So I will just say that this is kind of revitalizing those currently empty casino floors in Macau, but I won't actually expect much changes for this year. So we still keep our forecast that the gaming revenue this year may only reach 20% of pre-COVID level. But I think this is a signal that the mainland Chinese government wants to relax more. So probably this will follow with the more approvals for individual visas, like uh, visas for individual visitors, then that can be kind of bringing some upside to forecasts for the uh, gaming revenue of next year. Yeah, indeed. So we need the wealthy uh, big spenders to come back to those uh, tables to really push up revenue there. Tell us, though, just a little bit more about this initial reopening. I mean, who's going to be allowed to go on these tour groups? Those people, I think, uh, tours are starting from Shanghai and also some other provinces like Guangdong province. So previously, I think... um, Chinese people, like mainland Chinese people, when they want to go to Macau, they don't need to do any quarantine. So the issue was more about whether government or authorities allow them to go or not. So at least now they are allowing these tours. So those people will go. And I guess most of them should be probably leisure travelers who has been in China like uh, for, for more than two or three years. So... Obviously, these provinces are kind of more affluent than others, but still I don't believe that this will bring that much upside on this year's uh, gaming revenue forecast. How much has the very strict policy that's been in place for nearly three years now affected Macau as an attractive hub and seen Singapore and the Philippines benefit in terms of uh, relocation of staff too? Uh, Yeah, so... Uh, obviously, other countries like uh, Singapore and Philippines had more friendly policies for these casino operators, but I think they are catering different clients. So we also heard some news about some Chinese people are actually relocating to Singapore. Then probably those people are the ones who are going to Singapore casinos. But other than that, I think it's very unlikely that mainland Chinese rich people will actually go to Singapore to gamble. 
rather than going to Macau. And I think the issue was more that it's very complicated to fly. So uh, as long as this kind of recovery kicks in, I believe uh, mainland Chinese people will still continue to go to Macau to gamble. But those casinos in Singapore and Philippines could benefit from booming economy in that area. Uh, We know that it is about the the wealthy people at the tables that are going to really boost revenue. But when we do see a reopening and you're seeing that with quarantine easing in Hong Kong too, how much has Macau come back just in terms of being an attractive tourism hub too for concerts and the like? For me, uh, I think uh, Macau's gaming revenue has been like a mainly Chinese people has been contributing around 95% of gaming revenue in Macau. So Mm. it's more about the business between mainland China and Macau. And Mm. Macau is obviously prioritizing the opening with China first, which is very much because the many staff in Macau are working from China. They are commuting from China every day. So there is no way for Macau to open to the other world if mainland China keeps like that kind of policy. Yeah. All right, Angela, we'll see what happens. But uh, mainland tour groups, as soon as November to allowed back into Macau, Angela Hanley is Bloomberg Intelligence Analyst on APAC Gaming and Hospitality Research, joining us from our Hong Kong studio. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.